0: And
1: I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast,
0: where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up.
1: Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call
0: life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy.
1: jessica joined as always brenda brenda and we're just so excited that you guys joined us today um we are going to be talking about whether you are an abider or a visitor
0: that's right that's right and we're gonna we're gonna go jessica what do you want to do what abiter means i thought <laughs> oh you go for it you oh yeah okay. i know i know I, I i uh took jessica's mode of operation <laughs> and i looked the word up and so abide means to, is, um, well, the root of abide means to accept or act in accordance with. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you're an abider, you're acting in accordance with something. And in this instance, when we're talking about God and Jesus, we're saying you're, you've are you chosen to act in accordance with his principles, mm-hmm. what he sets out, where to do or not do. Um, how he acts, what he loves, what he doesn't love, what he's focused on, what he's not focused on. And so this is what an abider is. Mm -hmm. And just so you know, uh, I don't think abiding is is an instantaneous thing. Oh, no, definitely not. It's not like, oh, I just abided for five minutes. I'm almost... It's not like an instant (laughs) cup of noodles that you put in the microwave. (laughs) This is not what an abider did. No. But let's talk about a visitor. Okay. Okay, so now a visitor is someone that is the instant cup of noodles, Mm -hmm. you know, like that hit it with some hot water, put it in the microwave. I'll be back. Done it. it, Bippity bop. Boo. I'm out. (laughs) And that's what a visitor is. And so you have to decide what you're going to be. And I think so many times, and I think the blessings, the true blessings come in abiding, not in visiting Mm -hmm. because think of it as a, from your own point aspect. Okay. Let's say you have two friends. All right. You have one friend that, you know, at UC maybe once every three months. Sure. And they're pleasant. I mean, you don't have anything negative to say about them, but we just see them once every three months and, yeah. and you know, they're in and out and it was a charming little, you know, visit. and And then you go on. Then you have the abider who checks in that you, mm-hmm. you feel comfortable in sharing things with because you, you've gotten to know each other and you know, it's safe to share mm-hmm. things with them, discuss deep things with them. You've maybe learned some things from them that you didn't know. And, and you see how that is far more richer yeah. than the visitor.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's the difference between a friend, a true friend or an acquaintance, which we've talked right. about. Right. right. So it's like somebody face level or somebody that you trust, you know, you trust right. with everything.
0: Right. And so I think, I just came across these words in something I don't know what wasn't. It just really stuck in my spirit. It was like, you know I, I want to be an abider. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a visitor. Yeah, And I think unfortunately, in America, and we have a lot of visitors, mm-hmm. I know um, that's our problem. I think in Europe, there's a problem of we're like they're in their like their third generation of non-Christian yeah. education. And then in Asia, of course, there's there's a whole, you know, whole nother issue too. Mm -hmm. But I think in America, the issue is we have visitors, not abiders. And visitors try to pass themselves off as Mm -hmm. abiders. And that really makes me crazy. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, it's so rampant right now in the church. I mean, it's so evident because if you're a visitor, your fruit isn't going to be good fruit. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're going to be the one that just always sits sits on Sunday morning like, okay, well, check. I've done that. I'm done. See you later. I'm not talking to God
0: anymore. Yeah. Or or it was, you know, it's okay. We had our monthly visit. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. How can you say you want to abide with someone? Yes. And then only see them formally yeah formally we're not even talking about privately Mm -hmm. she only formally acknowledged them once a month that is like if I if I did that with my I I mean if I only called my mother once a month I would be feeling horribly bad yeah I mean because it would be like you should call her more than once (laughs) a month I mean you know you know so it was like but see the I don't think they make that connection or Mm -hmm. they do but they don't it's not their priority. So anyway. Well,
1: if we need proof, yeah. here's okay. a little proof. Go for it. Okay, so there was a study done from 2018 to 20, 2021, and it asked American Christians how often they read their Bible. Okay. okay. These results honestly shocked me. Um, my husband told me a couple months ago these results, and I was like, there's no way. But then if you, there's proof in the pudding. Okay, so they pulled um, 3,354... 18 and older individuals, Christians. Uh-huh. Okay.
0: People that call themselves Christians. People that
1: call themselves Christians. So in um 2018, 30% of those polled never read their Bible. And then in 2021, ni- uh, 29% never read their Bible. So it looks like it improved a little bit. 2018, 6% said they read their uh, read it once a month. Just once a month. And then 2021, 8% said they read once a month, uh, 2018, 13 percent said they read it four plus times a week. And then in 2021, nine, only nine percent said they read it four plus times. And then in uh, 2018, 15 percent of Christians, again, said they read their Bible every day. Only 15 percent. And then wow. 2021, 11 percent read their Bible every day. So are we really an abider if we don't, if like our, the word is our life source. So how can we abide if we're not,
0: yeah, if we're not going to the instruction manual. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I am. Yeah.
1: There was a lot more questions. I don't even know what to say
0: to that. I'm kind of speechless.
1: I know. That's how I was.
0: I mean, I just kind
1: of took like the very end, middle and far, you know, both ends and then one in the middle, but there was several other, and I'm like. That's not very many Christians that read their Bible at all. Yeah. It's like what we've talked about where you just leave your Bible in the backseat of your car and you grab it every Sunday. That doesn't count as reading your Bible.
0: Right. And it doesn't count if you're only reading it when you go to that once a month church service either. That doesn't count either. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's really scary. It's, that's sad because it's like, and... You know, I I really don't even know what to say <laughs> to that. I mean, you got me speechless. I'm sorry. Like, oh God, that's right, because it's like it's it, um, it's really sad because mm-hmm. I think that people are not living victorious. No, you know, I'm they're like that. That is such a hard life. You know, to be on the fence because mm-hmm. that's basically what you are. If yeah. you're not if you're not really abiding and you're just visiting, you're kind of on the fence. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. That makes me think of like in a neighborhood. Okay. So you have your privacy fence up, Mm -hmm. which in America would be wood. You have your high wood fence that kind of goes up to your face, you know, Mm -hmm. that circles your property and then the person next to you. And so you are just going there every once in a while, you know, peek over when you hear some noise, Mm -hmm. you know, peek over, say hi and go (laughs) on. And that's it. And I'm like, so you really, you know, of your neighbor, but you don't really know a lot about your neighbor. Yep. And then you get frustrated when your neighbor, you know, doesn't help you. Well, your neighbor doesn't, you're, you, do you have the relationship? Right. Do you really, and then if you, do you really want to hear what that person has to say? I mean, cause maybe, oh, maybe. they're like going to say, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, you know, who are you? Yeah. And, and you know, and so, and so it's kind of <laughs> like, that's the kind of the, Goodness. the allegory, I guess, if you mm-hmm. want to say that you have going on here with. With people who, you know, say they they are Christians and yet don't have a deeper relationship with God. Yes.
1: I mean, how can we, like, life in general is tough. Right. Whether you're a Christian or not. But I'm telling you, we have help in the word. We have comfort in the word. And if you're not, you know, eating your life source, eating, absorbing the bread of life, how can we survive, you right. know? right. You're just, right. like, sort of barely scraping by, you know, barely scraping by.
0: I think you're getting beat up. Yeah. You're getting beat up, and then you have no place to go yes. to heal up. Because the That's world good. is not a nice place. I mean, mm. the world's kind of messed up. I mean, let's just put it out there. And, you know, we can thank Adam and Eve for that. <laughs> and then, you know, the, the devil. And so the world isn't messed up. And mm-hmm. so it's like, this is your source to go to to get healed, to get educated, mm-hmm to get wisdom to get um prophetic um um education. Yeah. I mean, everything is in here that you need and it's like, you know, if you don't go to it, what can I what can I say? You know, it's it's not meant to be a guilt trip. Right. Like I'm if sorry.
1: you if you miss reading your bible a day, it's okay. It's going to be okay, I promise. But, you know, like, if you're not reading your word at all and you consider yourself a Christian, then I'm just, I want to push you.
0: And I hate using terms. I yes. hate using terms because it's like, so many terms have been so abused. Oh,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: And 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 then lots of times people like to take them and, and soften them so they don't seem, seem as harsh, you know. And it's like, but let's just say... It's it's going to be a rough world out there for you. Yep. If you claim to have Jesus in your heart, but yet have not stopped and gone in and become a deeper relationship with him, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, I wish I we could have a banner and say you've got to go deeper because if you don't, you're just going to be on the surface and you're going to get tossed to and fro all day long. Mm-hmm. And it's rough. It's rough out there. Yeah. And so it's not made to to condemn. It's it's a plea. Mm-hmm. This is a plea to ever it. It's a plea. Yes, go deeper, because that's the only place you're going to find a rock in an anchor.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh man. I mean, it is so rough out there, and I'm just reminded of multiple stories in the Word. Um, I remind myself of the ten virgins. And, and even, um, when Jesus was speaking and, and, um, in another verse, I don't remember which one it is off the top of my head, but he said, um, you know, the people said, we gave you food to drink, or when did we give you food to drink and shelter over your head? And I just don't want to be a heaven's gate and heaven's door. And Jesus say, I don't know you, who are you? So that's what drives me to go deeper. And honestly, it's not that hard to go deeper. I mean, it does take discipline. Yikes, that's a big word. But,
0: you know. <laughs> that's not a user-friendly word in this no, day and No, I'm age, sorry. Discipline,
1: yes. But, you know, it takes discipline. But you can do it. It's not that hard. Take, just start a routine. I know God doesn't necessarily need to be a routine, but... Start a routine because that helps me remember, oh, have I done this yet? No. Okay. So then I go do it. So take five minutes and read the word, but don't just read it and then, okay, I'm done. Check mark. You read it. Then you say, okay, well, what was the context? What were they talking about? How does this relate to me? But what was the author's purpose in writing this? What does God want me to get out of it? Ask yourself those questions and then journal if that's your thing. If not, you know, mentally reflect. But that's what helps me dive in deep because I'm like, oh, I never noticed that, you know, this said so and so and so.
0: Right, right. Don't yeah. try to speed read it. It's, no. it's not about speed. It's about, again, depth. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've told this story before, so I won't go into it again. But my own personal experience with wanting to go deeper because I, I knew I need, you know, I got saved when I was 29, so I would spent that many years in the world, and I was like ready. I, I was likened myself to like a stray cat. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, once <laughs> they let me in the door, I was like I had no desire to go back out there. Yep. And and I knew that there was more to it than just coming into the house. I wanted I wanted the deeper relationship, and yeah. so. But I was so undisciplined. I was so wild. I was so uncouth, <laughs> and so um, and 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 a big fat baby. You know, spiritually speaking, yeah. And so, you know, the Lord told me, you know, Brenda, just give me three minutes a day. Yeah. And and at first, that was so embarrassing because <laughs> I thought <laughs> I'm not telling anybody. That I only spend three minutes a day. And God, because that sounds like I'm, you know, because I wanted to be this spiritual giant. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of hanging out with some people that were a little more mature than me. And I thought, how embarrassing and humiliating. <laughs> you know, they probably like spent an hour and here I am. All I have to do is three minutes. Mm-hmm. But when I started doing the three minutes, it was a real. It was tough. It was tough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like. Oh, okay, one minute down you know and and um, and I really checked my watch. that's a fact and um but it as I did it and was faithful to it, and if you don't like the word discipline, use the word faithful, yeah, that's a night nice, you know that's a user friendly word faithful <laughs> as I was faithful to it, mm-hmm. the three minutes then grew mm-hmm. into five minutes, and then and now it's a part of my life and so I and now I am an abider I can't imagine being a visitor in fact when mm-hmm. I see visitors i I hurt for them because I feel like they are in the in the position they're in that zone where they're just k- getting it from both sides yeah and it's like they and they don't understand why things are rough you know uh, and it's like it's because you're just visiting you're not abiding yeah
1: that's good um I don't know if we mentioned this but the Greek word for abide is Minnow
0: what does that mean
1: um it means. Um, the exact same thing that you said up at the top.
0: Oh, oh, well, there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I just wanted to throw that out there because you know, for Greek us, Greek words,
0: our Greek geeks,
1: Greek geeks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah. So, it's not that hard to abide, and I think if you're tired of getting it from both ends, if you're tired of spiritual milk, if you're tired of being that baby Christian, mm-hmm. then. You are the only one that can change that. Like you are the only one that can can dive in. And um, for the longest time growing up, like I grew up in church and for the longest time, I felt guilt. Like so guilty for not reading the word. But more more guilt even recently for not reading the word, the the Bible in a year. (laughs) Okay, because everybody reads the Bible in a year. You don't have to read the Bible in a year, okay? Like, I don't feel, it's been a long, long time since you I felt that You are
0: looking at a person that has not done that. I, I know, where they start out at the beginning of the year, and yes. you have, you read X amount of pages in the Old Testament, and then X amount of pages in the New Testament.
1: Or just read it all the yeah, way through, right, yeah. yeah. Like,
0: okay, yeah, I have not done that. I have never It's not important, that. as long and as you read. It, I know, it's <laughs> like, okay, so it's Okay. <laughs> It's okay. If you want to do that and you've done it, then hey, man, yeah. you're cool. You know, Way to go. good for you. But it's okay if that's not what happens. Yes. <laughs> I do recommend that if you're going to start reading the Bible, that you probably should start in the New Testament, I think. Would it is easier to the yes. New Testament. Yeah. And so that you can read about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because remember, Jesus is the Word. Yep. He was there in the beginning, and He is the Word. And mm-hmm. so I would suggest starting in the New Testament. Yeah. And then... And then, once you get done with the New Testament, and again i I mean once you get through the first Gospels, I again suggest that maybe you keep going mm-hmm. just because now they've told you about Jesus, yeah, and now they're going to tell you how to live like Jesus, right, and so I just highly recommend the New Testament if you're going to start reading and um and you will find. And I also suggest that you get a book, a Bible that has some commentary with it. Yeah, because it does help. You know, it's like, okay, what do they? What does that mean? <laughs> and then you know, you can reference, and mm-hmm. it helps you understand what you just read sometimes. Because. And they help sometimes to put it in perspective. Yeah. They give you a little bio before the Bible, you know, before the book. So you understand, okay, who this guy is, like who is Matthew or who is John? And then, and then you can go on and okay, like who is Paul? Mm -hmm. And so you can read this a little before, again, getting your mind adjusted to who's writing it, knowing that it is all God inspired. Mm -hmm. It's not man inspired. This is God inspired word. And then progress that way. Mm -hmm. And then once you finish, then then go back and read the old testament mm-hmm.
1: yeah it is a little bit drier but it there's so much adventure with yeah, the I, exodus you know like oh i just love it but i mean don't feel guilty that you can't read like a book a day or whatever right. just, oh i
0: always yeah
1: just read a few chapters because honestly if you're gonna dive deep and like dig mm-hmm. into the word only take a small chunk but just remember context Right. Okay. What does that verse say? Okay. What's the whole chapter saying? What's the whole book saying? What is the whole Bible saying? Just remember, it's kind of like uh,
0: circles. Right. And and I I'm not a big journaler, if that's the word. Yeah. But <laughs> I do. When I, I do write it down sometimes mm-hmm. because I'm like oh gosh that's so good and so I'll write it down and with the hopes that <laughs> in writing it down you know it sticks stronger you know in inside of my head yeah I'm like I kept writing this down so I remember because that is really good and then my fun about I enjoy reading the Old Testament in that because it's like I feel better about myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, I'm so much better than the
0: <laughs> Israel I'm like, God, use these people. I'm so much, I feel so much better about myself. <laughs> Which is wrong. I guess it's probably wrong. I don't know. Well, you
1: know, my favorite <laughs> saying from the from the Old Testament is stiff-necked people. Yeah. So I call myself a stick-necked person go. sometimes. Stiff-necked person. But... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, My li- can I put a little toe on a soapbox? Go for it. I don't care what Bible you read. Just know that the message and the Passion Translation is not a translation. Right. It Interpre- is a man-made, like trained interpretation.
0: Interpretation. Yeah. yeah. It's an interpretation of their interpretation of the Bible. Yeah. Now I will say this: and Jessica, I disagree. Jessica and I kind of disagree on this point. <laughs> there, I love. I do love the way they interpreted the Psalms. Because it, oh. it is so poetic, it is it's, yeah. It, and I, I'm not saying that the true Bible is not poetic, but they took um, current words. Mm-hmm. Now, and I will put a footnote to this. They took current words, and it reads so it reads like poetry. <laughs> it really does. But footnote in that is that many times current and definitions of words are nothing. Like the original root of the word. Yes. So you've got to have that in mind too. So I think the message and the translation is probably something that a mature Christian should read. Yeah. Does that make someone or someone that is knows the word that way? Yeah. Not because it it is, it is an interpretation. It reads beautifully, Mm -hmm. but in doing so it sometimes veers off the current or true words that were written in the word right. does that does that help yes oh, okay yeah does that make, yeah
1: yeah so just my little pinky toe on my I box and I, and I
0: think that's true i think that is something that we need to people need to know is that mm-hmm. it is beautifully written but it is a human being's interpretation of yes. the god-inspired word right and so um so yeah that's a that's that I understand. <laughs> I put my tip. I put my toe on it too with you. So we're there. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we hope that this has kind of spurred you. That's what we want to do. We just want to, we want to spur you to come off the fence. Yes. And dive in deep Yeah. because God so wants to spend time with his children. He wants so much to pin deep, meaningful time with you because he created you and he loves you and he wants to spend time with you. That is the, bottom line of this whole podcast today Mm -hmm. and so uh, just remember that you are loved you're beautiful inside and out you have a purpose you are needed and we just want you to be blessed and stay safe